Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's Veronica Johnson. Mainly clear skies this evening, but clouds will be on the increase. Overnight will be mostly cloudy by dawn and temperatures this time a little higher. Not quite as cold overnight. will be somewhere between 28 and 34 degrees with a high temperature tomorrow in the mid-50s and some spotty showers mainly late day. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 38 degrees in Springfield, 38 degrees in Farragut Square and 35 degrees in Laurel. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Lynn Bowie, and coming up... The man accused of leading police on a chase in a stolen Maryland State Highway truck faces dozens of charges. I'm Kate Ryan. A federal investigation into that fatal house explosion in Sterling. I'm Neil Augenstein. The state of Loudoun's Sterling Volunteer Fire Company after the Friday house explosion. I'm Dick Iuliano. Lawmakers in Maryland want to crack down on people who threaten election officials. And former President Trump and his allies reportedly planning militarized mass deportations and detention camps should he get back in office. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Some 153,000 borrowers won't have to make that federal student loan payment anymore. President Biden says he's going to forgive $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Under my save plan, we're cutting in half to 5% the undergraduate borrowers, what undergraduate borrowers have to pay after their living expenses are accounted for. CBS's Natalie Brand. The administration emailed those eligible who need to be enrolled in the federal save repayment plan, have been repaying their loans for at least 10 years and had borrowed $12,000 or less. Now that Alabama's Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children, not property, that state's largest hospital has paused all in vitro fertilization treatments. CBS's Meg I'm angry. I'm sad. 34-year-old Jasmine York turned to IVF to get pregnant, but now her dream of having another child has come to a sudden halt. York got a phone call from her fertility doctor at the University of Alabama with the news. The hospital system is pausing all IVF treatments while it takes a closer look at the state Supreme Court's ruling. I do have hope that this can get turned around. Alabama fertility doctor Mamie McLean. Ultimately, we're worried that there's going to be fewer babies born in Alabama. A jury is selected in the New Mexico involuntary manslaughter trial of weapons specialist Hannah Gutierrez-Reed in connection with the shooting death of a cinematographer on the Rust movie set. She has pleaded not guilty. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman on the prosecutor's argument. They're going to say that this was someone who had been under the influence of drugs. The only way to prove that Hannah Gutierrez-Reed was impaired by use of drugs would have been to have done a drug test Jurors are to report for duty tomorrow morning. The U.S. State Department is warning U.S. citizens not to travel to Russia for any reason due to the risk of arrest. This after a ballerina who's a dual U.S.-Russian citizen is arrested. CBS's Skylar Henry. Russia's Federal Security Service says Ksenia Katalino was raising money for a Ukraine charity, something Russia considers treason. Katalina is a dual citizen, but the U.S. State Department has not been able to get in and see her. In Venezuela... An illegal gold mine has collapsed. At least 14 people are confirmed dead, 11 injured, and searchers are still digging. 
WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange won't find out until next month at the earliest whether he can appeal extradition to the U.S. on spying charges. Two high court judges in London say they will take time to consider their verdict after listening to Assange's lawyers make their case during a two-day hearing. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP, Wednesday night, February 21st, 2024. Tyson's is at 37 degrees. down to the upper 20s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. The top local stories we're following this hour. We've got an update to last Friday's wild chase and crash through two Maryland counties during rush hour. WTOP's Kate Ryan has looked through the state court documents on the charges against the suspect accused of stealing a highway help truck, ramming into several cars. As investigators say he tried to get away, he even smashed into police SUVs. 27-year-old Flavio Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still hospitalized after Maryland State Police say he was injured sometime between the crash that occurred at the Greenbelt Metro Station Friday night and when he was arrested for stealing a Maryland State Highway Administration chart truck. Lanusa led police on a chase from Prince George's to Montgomery County, where he was arrested in the White Oak area. According to police, he hit 13 vehicles during the course of that chase. Charges include reckless driving, speeding, and driving without a seatbelt. Once he's out of the hospital, he'll make his first court appearance, and state police said Friday he could still face additional charges. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. See a video of last week's chase and crash at WTOP.com. You may remember hours after that crash ended in another part of our region Friday night, the ground shook as a house blew up and killed a volunteer firefighter in Sterling. It happened after firefighters went to the house to check out the smell of gas. WTOP's Neil Augustine tells us a federal safety agency is now reviewing what happened. This is not a Loudoun County thing. This is a Virginia thing, national thing, a fire service thing. Loudoun County Fire and Rescue System Chief Keith Johnson. Propane obviously got into the home. How and why that we're still determining that. As well as what set it off. He told the Board of Supervisors the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health is now doing its own investigation. It's not an enforcement arm. It's an arm that will provide recommendations of things that we could do better and things that we did right. Johnson says that report will be shared with the public. In Loudoun County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. The funeral for the fallen firefighter Trevor Brown is set for Monday, March 4th at 11 a.m. at Cornerstone Chapel. That is in Leesburg. Well, the work goes on in the meantime at the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun County after nine of the company's other volunteers were injured during that house explosion. With the usual complement of volunteer and career firefighters, the Sterling Park and Cascade stations continue to provide full 24-hour coverage after Friday's house explosion. Other folks are stepping up to the plate, staffing those units. Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says career firefighters staff stations during the day, a mix of volunteer and career staff at night. I have 759 career employees, and then there's over 1,200 uh, volunteers. So altogether, we have about 2,000 what we call Loudoun County Combined Fire and Rescue System members. A third injured firefighter who was a public school teacher has been released from the hospital leaving one firefighter receiving hospital treatment. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. 10.06, it's now been about a month since a gas explosion rocked a strip mall in D.C.'s Anacostia neighborhood, destroying a daycare center and convenience store. 
It also left a building with people inside that supported women experiencing homelessness badly damaged. WTOP Scott Gelman now gets a look at how that facility was impacted. The windows are boarded up and the walls are damaged here at Calvary Women's Services Good Hope Building in Anacostia. Certainly not in a state for anyone to live or work here at this point. CEO Chris Thompson says about 30 people were here at the time of the January 18th explosion. They're all safe and moving to the organization's other locations. But certainly we've been impacted by this experience um, and have had to close this program down until we can do renovation work. The group houses and supports women experiencing homelessness and domestic violence survivors. They don't know how long the repairs will take or how much they'll cost, but there is limited capacity because these rooms can't be occupied. In Anacostia, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Maryland lawmakers are proposing a bill that would allow authorities to prosecute people who threaten or harm election officials in the state. The Protecting Election Officials Act of 2023 would make threatening an election official a misdemeanor punishable by up to three years behind bars or a fine of up to $2,500. The legislation comes as threats against people in office rise across the country. Since 2020, 14 states have passed similar bills to protect election personnel or even the elected officials themselves. Coming up here on WTOP, a record-setting year for travel at our local airports. Stay with WTOP. We're glad you're here at 1008. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Inler in the traffic center. Well, DC 295, very slow northbound from Benning Road, getting up to Burroughs Avenue. That is because of the work zone. You're getting my single file to the left past that work zone there. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, you're good to go, but in Roslyn, as you're coming across the Key Bridge in Roslyn, you won't be able to make the right turn onto Langston Boulevard, and that is because of the fire at the old hotel. And so you can continue south on to Fort Myer Drive. So at last report, you still couldn't make that right turn onto Langston Boulevard coming off of the Key Bridge. You can make the left to go toward the district, though. On 66, there is a work zone eastbound, getting by without delay, just before you get to the exit for 29 in Roslyn. You get by single file there. 395 and 95 are doing all right, and traffic continues to run well on the Maryland side. 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 50 out to the Bay Bridge, nothing in your way. 270 north, that is very heavy getting up into Urbana, getting by single file to the right past the work zone. They were working southbound as well, but if that's still there, there is no delay. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to Fitzmall.com. Find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's uh, check out our forecast tonight here on WTOP. This is, of course, with Veronica Johnson and 7 News Weather. Mainly clear, increasing clouds by dawn. We are down to 28. And then tomorrow, mostly cloudy, showers possible, and a high of about 60 degrees. Friday, morning rain, a chance of gradual clearing, increasing winds with a high of 60, and wind gusts 20 to 30 miles per hour. Right now at Tyson's, it's 37, Waldorf 34, Lafont Plaza 40. Some parts of our area could be down into the upper 20s overnight. And we're brought to you here uh, on WTOP by Long Fence. It's save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest, conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 10-10. With money news at 10 and 40. Past the hour. Jeff Claybaugh. Beyond Meat is trying to revive sales. It has reworked a version of its plant-based burgers with less sodium and less saturated fat. 
Reagan National had a record 25.5 million passengers last year. Dulles set a record for international travelers. Virginia Ramen Bar is opening in Georgetown and Union Market. That makes eight here. Virginia opened its first East Coast restaurant in Fairfax. The Dow gained 48 Wednesday. The Nasdaq lost 50. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And let's check the Asia-Pacific markets tonight. They are mixed so far. We'll keep an eye on Tokyo stocks and the rest throughout the evening here on WTOP. Coming up, former President Trump says he will use the military to institute the largest deportation operation in American history if he takes office again next year. Washington Post reporter Isaac Arnsdorf will be with us with more additional details on his reporting. It's 10-11, and we're glad you're here. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. $180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Well, you know that a former Maryland governor, Republican Larry Hogan, is now running for Senate in the state. So what are the Democrats doing to counter Hogan? They're bringing out the big guns in the form of current governor, Wes Moore. We've got more about that later this half hour on WTOP. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA. And go to gawontwait.com. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Washington top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 1014 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. If Donald Trump is elected for a second time later this year, he is proposing some very strong changes to immigration policy that some critics call radical. 
The former president is pledging to immediately launch the largest domestic deportation operation in American history, using military planes and bases to round people up and kick them out. Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter for The Washington Post, is one of three journalists who broke this story, and he joined us earlier for a closer look at the Trump plan. So the idea is really this is something that uh, that President Trump and his top advisor on immigration, Stephen Miller, very much wanted to do in the first term and weren't able to because of litigation and resistance within the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, uh, which when they wanted to detain migrants on military bases, said that that would compromise troop readiness and they weren't okay with that. So they're thinking about ways now, if Trump comes back into office, where the lesson that they learned is they've got to move a lot faster. They've got to not worry about what's going to get held up in court and they've they've just got to got to hit it and uh, also appoint people throughout the administration who are going to carry out those uh, those orders and impulses from Donald Trump rather than try to restrain them. Is this legal? It will certainly get challenged in court. What we focused on in our reporting was much more the logistical components of it. So, you know, if you kind of set aside what judges might do, which is kind of hard to predict, and also, you know, in a scenario where the president, which is what they're talking about doing, where the president invokes a lot of emergency powers, saying that it's an invasion and a national security crisis, uh, you know, you potentially have judges who are reluctant to be second-guessing that in the middle of operations. So we really focused on what are the more practical, logistical, operational considerations. And Stephen Miller has has worked these through and has talked about them. So one constraint on on doing this with millions of people is uh, manpower in ICE. Uh, there there aren't enough agents. So he's talking about deputizing the National Guard, including in Democratic controlled states. If those governors don't want to let their National Guards be used for that purpose, he's talking about using the National Guard from neighboring. Republican-controlled states. And then the the other constraint that, that he's thought about is, so if you arrest a whole lot of people, there's a question about where to put them, where to hold them while they're being processed and prepared to be removed. And there aren't adequate shelter spaces that ICE currently has. So Stephen Miller is talking about, and other Trump allies are are talking about building out holding facilities in the form of tents or camps. This sounds, uh, one word might be apocalyptic, certainly not within the, the parameters that we're used to as Americans, although one could go back to World War II, for example, and think about the Japanese internment camps as perhaps one parallel. Did your mind go there or, or somewhere else? Is there anything in our history that's similar to what they're proposing? Well, the historical model that Trump himself points to is a 1954 operation by the Eisenhower administration, which takes the name of a a very offensive racial slur for Mexicans that I won't say on the radio. Um, But that is the model that he's pointing to, which resulted in uh, kind of mass raids at at agricultural and industrial facilities, rounding people up, herding them onto trains and boats and planes, and in in some cases, abandoning them in the desert, leading to, to multiple documented deaths. And the estimates, but what Trump is talking about doing now would be a much larger scale than that. The best estimates from that were, was that it was maybe a few hundred thousands, and whereas Trump is talking about doing this on the scale of millions. Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post tonight. 
top stories we're working on on WTOP. President Biden cancels more than a billion dollars in student loan debt for some borrowers. For some people on the road last Friday, it's something they'll never forget. That stolen highway help truck weaving all over traffic, smashing into other cars, even police cruisers and SUVs. WTOP's Kate Ryan has an update on the suspect. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more on WTOP. Time for Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On 66 eastbound, before the exit for 29 in Roslyn, single lane gets by the work zone, and at last report, coming over the key bridge uh, into Roslyn, you weren't able to make the right turn onto Langston Boulevard because of the fire department activity. They may have uh, opened that up just a bit now, but it had been closed in the southbound direction. You could only go uh, either left toward the district or continue onto Fort Myer Drive. And they haven't uh, closed the ramp yet, northbound GW Parkway onto the outer loop, but I have a feeling that's going to be in the offing here tonight at some point. 395 and 95 are doing all right, and in the district, northbound DC 295 slows getting up to Burroughs Avenue, the work zone, single left lane gets by, now 270, that is pretty heavy and slow north of Hyattstown into Urbana, single right lane gets by, the road work, they were working southbound, but if they're still set up southbound, there's no delay. 95 BW Parkway, 50 to the Bay Bridge, each running well. Ranked sixth in the nation, earn your Master of Engineering degree online at the University of Maryland. Learn more at mage.umd.edu. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Higher temperatures for Thursday and Friday, but it will come with clouds and a little rain from the next weather maker. So overnight, we're going to be mainly clear early with clouds on the increase, mostly cloudy by dawn. Temperatures will be starting tomorrow between 28 and 34 degrees with a high temperature anywhere from 55 to 60 degrees. Spotty showers around the area Thursday, mainly during the afternoon and overnight. Not going to get a ton of rain. The rain should be ending Friday early afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle at 38 tonight, Germantown 36, Annandale 37. Some parts of our area could be down to the lower 20s, the lower 30s and upper 20s, what I'm trying to say. Maybe 28 for a low in some suburbs. Virginia's governor has joined thousands of abortion rights opponents in part of the region tonight. We've got more about that coming up on WTOP 1020. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It's 1022. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this year? It's a smart and beautiful idea to convert that ugly old bathtub into a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low walk-in entry that means no more climbing over the tub. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this
this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Test your newsmaker knowledge this Saturday and Sunday morning in the 8 o'clock hour with the Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Guess the newsmaker for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to see Grammy-winning guitarist Carlos Santana alongside Grammy and Academy Award-nominated rock band Counting Crows on their oneness tour June 20th at Jiffy Lube Live. That's the mystery newsmaker this weekend only from Washington's top news, WTOP. It's 1023. We're glad to have you here tonight. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Maryland Democrats are planning to use Governor Wes Moore as their first line of attack against the state's former Republican governor in his bid for U.S. Senate. Larry Hogan's last-minute decision to jump into the race has thrown a safely Democratic seat into somewhat limbo here. Axios reports that Moore plans to launch an offensive against Hogan's record as governor in the coming months. We've already seen Governor Moore go after Larry Hogan's record on abortion while he was in office uh, earlier this week, and they've sort of traded barbs with each other about that record, and I think that that is something that we're, we're going to see the, the current governor target uh, going forward. Axios congressional reporter Stephen Newcomb, who joined us earlier tonight on WTOP. A poll released last week by Emerson shows Hogan tied with Democratic Congressman David Trone and leading Democratic Prince George's County Executive Angela Also Brooks in the Senate race. All are battling for retiring Democratic Senator Ben Cardin's seat. Thousands gathered at the Virginia State Capitol in Richmond for the state's sixth annual March for Life. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears were in attendance. They called on state lawmakers to pass legislation restricting access to abortion in the Commonwealth. Meantime, Democratic majorities in both the House of Delegates and State Senate have passed several bills aimed at protecting women who seek abortions. There's an arrest after somebody broke into a Secret Service limo last year. The vehicle was being used to protect a member of the first family. It happened last November. Now the Secret Service has charged a 19-year-old D.C. man in the break-in of an agency SUV that was parked outside her first granddaughter Naomi Biden's house. Court documents say a police vest, night vision goggles, and chemical sticks were taken, among other items. A responding officer fired his service weapon after being nearly hit by a stolen getaway car. Investigators identified the suspect, Robert Kemp, by relying on surveillance footage and a McDonald's receipt that was found in the getaway car. That's ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. And at 1025, we're going to go to Rob Woodfork. Well, the Maryland women started their current win streak with a win over Rutgers, and they extend that streak now to four games with an 81-62 victory over the last place Scarlet Knights in College Park. Cheyenne Sellers near triple-double led the way as Brenda Freeze and the Terps are getting hot at the right time. The Big Ten is brutal. You know, I love where we're at. You know, a terrific response when you talk about learning. I always say there's winning and, and there's lessons, and we've learned a lot of lessons uh, from some of those earlier losses. And, you know, it's a perfect time to be peaking for March and for postseason. The Maryland men got a Wednesday win without even taking the court as five-star McDonald's All-American big man Derek Queen committed to be a Terp over offers from Indiana, Kansas, and Houston. They stormed the court at George Mason where the Patriots upset Dayton 71-67 for the school's first ever home win over a ranked opponent. Baraka Okoji scored all of his team high 19 points.